Home Show. I'm Jane Theresa Anson, and this is episode 276-276. And our guest today, with a dream for us to explore and interpret, is Tanya. Tanya from Adelaide in South Australia. I've just finished talking with Tanya and interpreting her dream with her, and I'm putting the start of the the show on. And I just wanted to say before bringing you to Tanya and her dream, uh, a thank you to so many of you who emailed me about the little change we made for the last 10 episodes of the dream show, where instead of having a guest on the dream show, as we have done since, oh, 2009, for most of our episodes, we took a took a little break, and for 10 episodes of the dream show, I was narrating my last book, Bird of Paradise. And one of the things that I loved, one of the comments I loved that I received from so many of you was that people, some of you had read the book and yet felt that listening to the book through those podcasts added a different dimension, added, uh, felt that there was more insight coming from listening to the narration than you had got from the book. And I guess that's the same with any book. You know, you read a book, I read a book once and I go back and read it again and it, it will mean something slightly different because each time you read a book or you listen to it, uh, it's measured alongside what you have experienced in life since the last time you read the book. But anyway, thank you for that. And for those of you who have been patiently waiting for a return to the guest format, here it is. A reminder for those of you who haven't listened to The Dream Show before with a guest, the way that we do this is I ask the guest to not tell me anything about the dream until we start recording because I'm assured by so many of you that what you love to hear is me hearing the dream at the same time as you hear the dream and hearing the steps that we go through to talk about the dream and, and gradually interpret it and find insight for the dreamer. If you'd like to be a guest on The Dream Show, you can be anywhere in the world. You um, don't have to give your full name. It's as confidential as you'd like to make it. Then I'll give details at the end of the show as to how you can put your hand up for that. Just before we go to Tanya, a reminder of my websites. There's janetheresa.com, that's Teresa without an H, where you can go to listen to every episode of The Dream Show that's ever been. You can read hundreds of blogs that I've written on dreams and dreaming. You can uh, find out about my dream courses. And of course, you can also consult me. If you do consult me, I get you to send me the dream beforehand, at least 24 hours beforehand, so I do have time to work with it before we speak. But for now, let's go straight over to Tanya and her wonderful dream. Welcome to The Dream Show, Tanya. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. And uh, we're both in Australia. You're in Adelaide in South Australia. Yes, that's right. Yeah, um, beautiful weather here today. We've had a lot of rain, but today is just a stunning day. So, Oh, that's so lovely. It's a Sunday that we're recording. Have you had a good day? It's mid-afternoon. It's three o'clock my time, 2.30 your time on a Sunday for everyone listening in. Um, Australia is a continent with all kinds of time zones in it. <laughs> but we've both had to have a bit of a day so far. Have you had a good day so far? So far, yeah, it's been lovely and relaxing. So, yeah, this is making it even better. So, <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's fantastic. Well, as you know, I have no idea what dream you're going to bring me. So tell me your dream. Okay. So it starts off, um, I'm in a house with my daughter and we're just happy and playing, but we're playing with all these different animals around us. Um, and I'd spoken to uh, my old neighbours and they were saying, oh, you should come over and meet some people. And I'm playing with this little puppy into the size of my palm. And I say to my daughter, look, we've had this puppy a long time. I should actually take it back to the net. Um, so I, I go there and there's so many people there and it's like a... Um, it's like a party. There's so many, so many people. I've got no who, no idea who they are. Um, I'm a little bit confused because I've I've suddenly looked down at my clothes and I'm wearing like pajamas and a dressing gown. Um, I'm shown into a room where there were these <laughs> three young men, um, and I walked in like I was a queen. And suddenly I became a prize in the main event and I'm going oh no I don't like this I don't like this <laughs> um, how do I get out of this room um, 
So then um, someone said, oh, come come with me and I'll, I'll take you out. Then suddenly I'm wearing baggy black bathers and I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable and I'm going, this this looks terrible. And um, the, the guy starts laughing at me and he goes, oh, you don't look that bad for your age. <laughs> and... And he goes, what are you, 30? And I said, no, I'm 52. And I'm thinking, I have to get out of here. So um, I walk out into a room and I see that there's a bathroom and um, and there's a, I'm shown a white toilet, but it's quite exposed as in the room's got open slats, like wooden slats that you can see through. And I'm thinking, I, I actually can't go here. This is... It's, it's not private enough. So I start walking, I walk out the door and then I go into a room and it's, it's, it's suddenly, um, how can you describe it? It's like a rock pool. So there's, uh, there's all water, there's rocks everywhere and people are in their bathers, they're sitting on these rocks and the, the water is the most clearest turquoise colour with lots of fish flowing through it. And there's a rock that is actually hovering in the air. And people are on it going, come up here. And I start climbing up and I'm going, but there's no toilet here. I can't go to the toilet on a rock. So I, I leave the area and I start to walk through this house and it's a bit like a, a maze. Um, and then I, I walk, the room that I go into, there's all those young men again. And I'm, I, I sit on the ground because there's nowhere to sit. And I'm sitting on um, ant nests and spider holes. And I think I can't sit here. I've got to get up and um, move further down the wall, sit on this wall that everyone's on. So I get up and I sit down and everyone goes, oh, what What are you down there for? Why won't you sit with us? Are you too good for us? And I'm thinking, I need to get out of here again. So I'm going <laughs> from room to room. Um, I go into another section of a house and it's stunning. It's like um, a Japanese orientated there's soft pinks and yellows there's like little small flowers everywhere with um, little um, wooden bridges and there's these beautiful like material banners on the ceiling and they're flowing with the air and just blossoms everywhere it's just absolutely stunning I I wish I could describe how how beautiful it is Um, and I'm looking around and as there's um, the top silk banners are flowing. I go to, t- I touch one and then all of a sudden it just starts recoiling. The ceiling, ceiling all starts to roll backwards and I'm trying to catch this white ribbon from unravelling um, and it's going through the house and it's going like that's the sound that it was retracting. And I look up and there's a lady and she's she's looking really shocked. And I say, can you hear it? Can you hear it all unraveling? Then the next thing I know, I'm back in my house with my daughter. It's light and it's breezy and I'm so grateful to be home. I woke up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so grateful to be home, even though you'd been in some wonderful places on the way. <laughs> yeah, it, it was an adventure, that's for sure. It certainly was. Okay, um, I was writing that down as you were speaking and having a look back through it. So um, there was one thing you did say to me before we started talking. You said um, the only thing I knew about it, you said it's a circular dream. It ends where it began. And it certainly did, didn't it? But when you at the end of the dream, you were back in your house and you were grateful to be home. Were were the animals still there at that stage? No, no. Um, It was just it was just her, just my daughter. And I remember walking through the gate and just going, oh, thank God, I'm home. It, it just had such a safe feeling. A safe feeling, or like a comfort zone kind of feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And did you, even though it was a comfort zone feeling, did you have a feeling that you had kind of enjoyed some of the good parts of the adventure or was the whole thing really on balance not good? Um, I really loved being in that, that Japanese-style room. I was in awe of the river or the water. That was just stunning. Um it reminded me very much of like an Avatar movie, um, but with the colours. But that room, that, that Japanese-style room, was I, I can still see it and I, and I just wish I could describe the beauty of that room. So I loved that until I touched the banner. <laughs> so, mm. it's, um, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if in banner whether there's a play on words of banning something there, you know, you must not touch this 
spanner you are banned from touching the spanner there's um often when there's a part of the dream where you say like oh i really wish i could describe this it's like the the key of the dream and even though there's lots of toilets that you can't use and people being rude to you in the dream and needing to get out of there it's almost like that that is the touchstone of the dream that beautiful japanese that feeling is what you really wanted to i guess get in touch with but when you did try to touch it yes it's you used two words you said it recoiled and then you said later it was unraveling mm. something that you almost get in touch with it because it's so beautiful and you're so in awe with it but when you reach out to get in touch with it 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 there's a sense of recoil and of things unraveling and getting out of your reach yeah yes yeah actually that that makes sense yes it makes sense to life or in the makes dream. sense to life yes um <laughs> it, there's there's like a um a, a venture that i would like to look at doing and to me it's going to be beautiful but i guess there's that fear so that that makes sense what you were saying okay that's great Maybe that fear mm. that that puts some context as we go into the rest of the dream that we can look at that and um you know i was really struck by and you probably were too by when you were at the rock pool before and there was that the floating rock that had yes. a similar kind of feeling to, to me the way you told it to the the floating silk banners in the japanese room as well oh yeah yeah did it did or did, was that just me or, or did you have that feeling I hadn't, I hadn't thought of it um the Oh, I don't know. I, I can't seem to connect the two. No, that's okay. It might have just yeah. been me. It was that sense of being in a beautiful place with something kind of hovering or up there or above. Yeah. And that you wanted to be on the rock, but you couldn't go up there because it didn't have a toilet on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the, um, it was certainly a place of beauty and, um, I think I was in the dream distracted by the, like it was like, oh, wow, then it was no, there's no toilet, there's no toilet. When I was in that other Japanese room, I didn't even think of a toilet. I think that's the the different feeling between the two. I was just so mesmerised by this yes. amazing feeling. Yes, yeah. There's um, often a dream will start by uh, introducing a situation or a theme that the rest of the dream is going to explore, and we will go back and look at that. And then as the dream goes goes on, there's usually a question or a problem that comes up, and you had several, and we'll look at those. And then the dream goes on, which is your dreaming mind while you're asleep, to try to resolve those, take different approaches at resolving those. So it's yeah. almost like at the uh, rock pool part, uh, you almost had this feeling where I could elevate to this lovely, I could be in this sense of all in this lovely place and perhaps be in touch with that that beautiful thing up there. But, oh, no, that's right, that's not going to work because I need the toilet and we'll go into that later. And then later yeah. on, something happens. We'll go back and look and see what it was. And then you have another go. Okay, this time we're doing the, 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 the version without the, to that, without the need for the toilet. We're doing the Japanese room and what yeah. one of the issues there. Yeah. So when I look back, what happened between that you were at the rock pool and there was no toilet and then you went back into the house and it was like a maze mm -hmm. and there were the young men again. Hmm. And you had the ant nest and the spider holes and nothing was really right and you just realised I've got to get out of here. I've just got to get yeah. out of here, yeah. And so then you try again. You tr you tr you try again um, to access that beautiful feeling and sense of awe in the Japanese room, but without being focused on the ant nest and the spiders and the and the young men. I'm trying to read what I wrote there. The, the young men said to you, "Are you oh are you too good for us?" Right? Okay. Right. Yeah. So to me, there's a feeling of in the uh, beautiful floating rock part of the dream, there was a sense of, oh, I could do this. I'd love to be up there. But there's an issue. It hasn't got a toilet. And a toilet will often mean a toilet is a place where we need to let go, release something. Um, not physical as in a real toilet and waking life, but often let go of an emotion or, yeah. or or let go of all that crap or whatever it is. Yes, yeah. yeah I've yeah. got to let go of all that. So in the rock pool versions, I'd love to be up there, but I can't because I've got all this stuff that I've really got to let go of. I can't really do that because I'd still have all this stuff that I'm carrying. 
And then before you get the Japanese version, what you attend to about that is you you get stuck in a maze, you get grounded with all these other irritating things like an ant nest and spider's holes. Nothing more irritating than an ant nest when you're sitting on the ground. (laughs) Yes. Um, And then the fear that comes up, uh, are you too good for us? So if you look at everyone in a dream as being a part of the dreamer, <laughs> yes, it's you at that stage questioning, am I good enough? Or why am I judging whether what other people feel about me? Why am I judging myself? Yep, yes, yep, right. that's am making I, a lot of yeah. sense. <laughs> it um, really is. Am I saying to myself, am I good enough for, am I too good for myself? Am I not good enough just can't quite get it right um maybe used to feeling in waking life criticized by other people as being i don't know too good for us where does that come up in your life a feeling that other people will think you're too good for them um i i guess uh there's been areas in my life where it's just like you know where, where someone's um just said to me oh Oh, you're just you're just too you're you're too good for me. I'm not good enough, and I would always be. Oh, oh no, no, yes, you are, and do the whole people pleasing. I'll make yes. you feel better at the expense of myself. Myself, okay. So mm. you you've put the nail on the head. It's the people pleasing. Yeah, yeah. So if we go back to the rock part, I'd love to be up there, but I can't because I've got all this stuff that I'm carrying that I can't let go of, and it's around the irritations, the antness of having to please people all the time and miss out myself and so then you kind of understand that because you hear that spoken in the dream are you too good for us you I've got to get out of here you think Mm -hmm. so it's you going I've got to get out of this mental attitude of pleasing people I've got to get out of that so then we have another go okay if I can let go of people pleasing I can be in this awesome Japanese place and I can get in touch with what I really want but there's still something in my way because it's kind of recoiling from me and re- retracting. There's something in me that believes that I still can't quite get in touch with it. It's not for me at this stage. Mm-hmm. The insecurities, yes. Yeah, the yeah. insecurities. Yeah. But I just want to put that on hold because there's a lot more there that, that yes. really helps us to understand. And I want to go back to the beginning of the dream. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Where you were and your daughter were in your... Was your daughter her, her current age at the beginning of the dream? Yes, she is. Yes. Okay. Same age. And how um, does she live with you? She does. Yes. She's 27. 27. So um, because she lives with you and the dream was featured in your actual house? Uh, Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. So she might just be there because she's the person that you talk to in your dreams rather than representing anything about herself. But we'll come to that. But you're at home. You're feeling very comfortable. You're playing with animals and particular with a... With a tiny little puppy. Yes, it was so miniature. It just sat in my hand. So, what kind of breed was it? Oh, I, do you know? It reminds me of like a little uh, Jack Russell. So, mm. um, little short-haired, little squishy puppy. But it, it wasn't mine. It belonged to the neighbour. Um, so I had to give it back to the neighbour. So I thought I've had this puppy a very long time now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to give it back. Yeah. What, what's the personality of a Jack Russell? In your opinion? Um, oh, they're busy little dogs. Um, I used to have one. Uh, they, they're they brave, yappy. <laughs> um, yeah, funny little creatures. <laughs> and little, yeah, brave. And it was in the palm of your hand. Yeah. Yeah. And what what was it feeling sitting in your palm of your hand, do you think? Oh, it was um, cute and warm and happy. It was just... Yeah, just such a, a lovely feeling right. in my hand. Yeah, in your hand. and it wasn't yapping in your hand. No, no, it was very relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> and when you said you had a Jack Russell in the past, um, yeah, looking back, roughly, what was happening in your life at that time? Oh, um, well, I just had my daughter, so it was a long time ago, um, and uh, yeah, her her name. Um, like the little Jack Russell's name was Scout, and she she used to um, 
catch rats because the neighbours had a um, a compost heap and they stirred it and there were all these rats nest in there. And I just remember walking out the back and these dead rats everywhere. But she was a brave little little dog, very cute, very oh, loyal. That's really lovely. So um, from what you're saying, she also took you back to the time when you had your daughter. So it's like, yes. you know, I'm now a mother. Was your first child? Yes, yeah. yes. I'm now a mother. I've got something to look after someone to look after, something else in my life, and all the wonderful things about perhaps new beginnings. Yeah. Um, but as you described the Jack Russell there, you know, as somebody, some, something that's very brave and can go out and get all the bad things like the rats. Yeah. So, yeah. So when we tend to dream of animals in our dreams, when we tend to have animals in our dreams, they often will represent, um, sometimes they represent our instincts, and we've got animal instincts. And sometimes they represent parts of ourselves that we're still um, getting used to being in touch with. So it, it's almost like we haven't grown them up to be a person that you can put a name to and a face to and understand. It's more a feeling and animals have, it's like the feeling, a part of it, something in your life at the time of the dream felt like having something warm and comfortable and playful and soft and lovely and brave in the palm of your hand and perhaps a new beginning as well because it reminds yeah. you of your daughter being born there's all that kind of sense in the palm of your hand but it was a new feeling it feels like it was a new feeling because it, it, it was well it was tiny <laughs> so it was yes, something yeah. new and tiny but it hadn't sort of grown up into something that you could consciously have a conversation with a part of yourself that you could have a conversation with and understand it was more a feeling yeah, and mm -hmm. its, its instinct was to be brave and to and to look out for rats and all the bad things around you. Yeah. So, at the time of the dream, which was, how I was probably oh probably uh, October. I'd say like mid October. Right. So a couple of months ago. Yeah. Was, was there a sense there that either you were holding the seed of something new? and lovely and comfortable in the palm of your hand that would have required some courage? Or were you imagining it and conjuring up this idea and sort of playing with it in the same way that you were playing with the animals in the dream? I think I was playing with it the same um, as, as in the dream. Uh, you know, like so I said, there's a sort of a new venture that I'm sort of looking at doing and um, that certainly makes a lot of sense because I was... I was playing with it at that time and yeah. thinking, have I, have I got the courage? Yes. Um, et cetera. Yeah. Have I got yeah. the courage and will I be able to deal with all the rats that might turn up at the yes. back door? <laughs> yeah. Without asking you, with everyone listening in, I would ask you if everyone wasn't listening in, but can you picture what those rats might be? Yeah, definitely people. Okay. <laughs> definitely people. Okay. Yeah. Um, so talking about people, there were neighbours next door and the puppy actually belonged to the neighbours. Mm -hmm. um, what kind of energy did the neighbours have? What 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 do you feel that those neighbours represented? Because the puppy um, was theirs. Yeah, no, they uh, neighbours were beautiful. Um, they're actually neighbours that I used to live next to um, a year or two ago, who were always very helpful, very lovely, um, genuine people. So, yeah, that's it. Was okay. a nice nice neighbours. So this, this dog, this lovely new idea that you were thinking about two months ago and getting a feel for and playing, playing with was something that may have originated either a year and a half ago when you had those neighbours or mm. originated from a place of, as the neighbours were representing, from a place of um, lovely, supportive, everything that you described about them there. But there was mm -hmm. a sense that you had to give it, you had to let go of the puppy and give it back. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm, I'm not sure. Mm. We'll come back I to don't that. Know. Yeah, yeah, we'll come back to that. Yeah. It's just interesting. It was something that a new idea that you couldn't act. You felt at the beginning of the dream. I guess you just we simplify it by saying, "I'm playing with this idea. I'd love to hold on to it, but for some reason I can't hold on to it and let it grow. I've got to send it back." to its rightful owner or mm. to where it, where it came from or it's not for me now? I think it's in it just an insecurity. Like, yes. um, do I have enough knowledge? Will I be good at it? Yeah, yes. just a lot of self-doubt there, I think. 
okay. and playing with that, yeah, ego oh, that, side. Yeah, and that makes sense of the fact that the, those old neighbours were very supportive kind of people because I'll give this idea to a part of myself that is maybe more supportive of myself than I yeah. feel at the moment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so the rest of the dream then goes on to explore that feeling of um, how how much do I feel that I am, um, what was the word you used exactly? Uh, um, insecure. Like insecure. Insecure, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I can see this pattern now. Yeah, okay. I can see <laughs> yeah. Oh, So you've done this before, have you, Tanya? Felt insecure oh. and given back a good idea. Funny about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have done that. But uh, now the rest of the dream, I'm what, I'm, it's just starting to completely yeah, oh, unravel in front unravel. of my eye. I can see. Yeah, there we go. Right, great. We'll we'll, we'll fill in the dots. That's really lovely. So the beginning of the dream then says, okay, Tanya, here's a situation where yet again, (laughs) you've got this lovely, great idea and it's fantastic. It makes you feel really good. You're playing with it. It would take a bit of courage. You would have to deal with some rats at the back door. But oh dear, you feel insecure about this. Let's go on and process the issues, why you feel insecure, what you can do about it. And that's the rest of the dream. And then whether whether your dreaming mind while you sleep can come up with a solution can problem solve this for you yeah so we're hoping a that it will problem solve or b and or b that it will show you where the insecurity comes from and why you've got it so that you can go don't need that you can say i don't need that in life anymore or as you said a couple of times in the dream i need to get out of here yeah yeah yes yes okay so first thing that happens is you go next door and there's a party there's a lot of people there and it's all going pretty well and you feel do you feel comfortable until you notice that you're in your pajamas and dressing gown yeah I I felt sort of comfortable it was sort of like oh this is you know um I mean I'm not I'm not a a big social person anyway but um it was sort of like okay there's a lot of people here that's okay and then it was just like what am I wearing (laughs) (laughs) okay what should you have been wearing um probably day wear and not my pajamas to a party so yeah so it's sort of uncomfortable not feeling dressed appropriately for a party not feeling dressed appropriately and Mm -hmm. the actual pajamas and dressing gown you had on the dream were they actually um nice appropriate pajamas and dressing gown for being in your own house or were they pretty yucky Oh, no, they were they were really pretty. It was like a pink silk. It was like very nice. <laughs> Probably nicer than what I own in real life. That's great. <laughs> so interesting. It was pink silk, like the Japanese room had a lot of pink silk in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So you went to the party wearing something that was very relaxing, probably something better than your own pyjamas and dressing gown, something that had the pink, silky, Japanese, really lovely, awesome kind of feeling, but it was totally authentic and appropriate for you but you felt it was not appropriate for the party. Yes. We could or, we could or could not then go about people pleasing by wearing the kind of clothes that would be appropriate for the party. Yes. But, yeah, yeah. So insecurity then started out, here is me, Tanya, I'm really a pink, silky kind of person um, in some kind of essence of my being, not necessarily yeah. the clothes, but I feel uncomfortable when um, I have, when I realise that I'm not appearing in ways which, uh, are expected by other people or other situations. Yes. Oh, yes, definitely, yeah. <laughs> definitely. So if if the idea that you've got is a pink, silky kind of idea, uh, metaphorically, then mm-hmm. right here the dream's saying, well, you know, I can see why you're feeling insecure because there's your pink, silky idea, which is absolutely perfect for you, but you're already worried about how will other people perceive that and is it appropriate? Is it going to fit into other situations? Are people going to want it? What are people going yes. to think of me? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> yes, okay. exactly. So we're still at the dream. You in the party? Sorry, you're confused as to why you've got the pajamas and dressing gown on, but we've worked that out. And then you're in the room with the three young men, and you feel like a queen. Yeah, I, I walked in like I was royalty. I was just like, oh yes, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, I've arrived. Um, and then it was sort of like, oh no, no, this is this is not what I wanted. This is not what I imagined. And, and that was still wearing your your pyjamas and dressing gown? Yes, it was still wearing that. Um, and then I think one of them took me out, out the room and I, I ended up wearing these baggy black bathers That's that right. were yes. terrible. Yeah. Mm. 
So when um, when you say you feel like a queen, um, are there times in life where you sometimes say to yourself and use those words, I feel like a queen or I don't feel like a queen? Where, in what context do you use the word queen when you talk about your life? Um, do you know what? <laughs> Probably when I'm really like I, um, really happy with what, here we go, what I'm wearing, if I'm feeling really good about myself or I've, I've got that confidence, I sort of go, yep, I'm... I'm very happy with who I am and yeah I feel I feel great I feel like a queen that's um, fantastic mm. so we go straight from the dream to realizing that you don't feel like a queen in the pajamas and dressing gown to thinking actually I do I do mm -hmm. feel like a queen to very quickly no I don't in fact it's even worse now I'm wearing baggy black bathers and for our international <laughs> leavers our international audience bathers are swimming costumes togs swimmers yeah or the other words that we use to describe the stuff that we wear when we go swimming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so it got even worse, your, your insecurity. It <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> what kind of person wears baggy black bathers or have you ever been in that situation in your life? Um, no, they were just, just incredibly ill-fitting. And I, I just looked at myself, what, what am I wearing? Like, why would I choose this? Um, yeah. yeah, and it was just, it was in, it was almost embarrassing. Like, this looks terrible. Um, mm. So it's quite making a distinction between the, the um, earlier pyjamas and dressing gown, which were actually really nice and you liked them and were kind of authentic Tanya, to yeah. this other baggy costume, which is like, why would I wear that? That's not even me. That's really uncomfortable. Yeah. So there may have been a sense in the dream there is I, I do feel like a queen. I feel confident, but actually the moment I feel confident, I actually feel the exact opposite. I just feel I'm not even not even um, being authentic. I'm just feeling like I'm just showing up as the worst possible thing that I could do. My, as soon as I feel confident, I zoom off into the opposite corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can I can see areas in my life where I do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I'm thinking, I'm wondering already whether that confidence of reaching out to touch the Japanese ceiling is the same. Like, as soon as I touch that, I'm out of it. I'm back in the ant's nest. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a fear. That is definitely a fear that, yeah, it seems to be portraying a lot well, in this dream. <laughs> we'll, we'll go back to the dream in a minute. But, you know, because you're sort of um, responding to that very well, what, what are your feelings about confidence or have you already got an idea about your beliefs about confident people about, oh, if someone's confident, then they're going to have a fall? Or is there, is there something around that? Um, I think I, I think that confidence comes with a lot of um, self-assurance and uh, knowledge uh, where there's no doubt. So I, I probably have a high expectation of, of what I believe it is. Um, and for some reason, I will if, if I have a small doubt or I don't think I, I know enough for a certain situation, then I, yeah. All oh, right, okay. So um, lose, lose it. Mm. To, to, feed, to feed that back to you in a kind of almost shocking way, I, um, I won't start a new project or, or um, put myself out in the world in a certain way unless I'm absolutely brilliant already at or every single bit and, I, and so expert that, that being taking on this role is not actually going to teach me anything at all because I know it all already. <laughs> That's it. And I won't yeah. fail. So then you there's no fail. fear. That's there we are. Where, whereas, yeah. <laughs> whereas most of us start new things or start new projects or launch them because part of it is the excitement of, oh, I don't know much about this, but I'm going to learn as I go. It's going to be so exciting. And you're yes. not allowing, or there's a belief in you that it's not open to allowing that possibility of growth through taking on this new project, job, business, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So the dream is feeding that back to you and saying, so you're saying you don't want, so you don't feel confident that you can do this thing or this business yep. or this whatever it is while also learning. Mm -hmm. mm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a, an incredibly high expectation that it's I have very carried high. through my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> And I still fact, try new things. So. <laughs> yeah, I know and you do yeah. and you're being a guest today, which is a new thing as well. So you're very courageous and wonderful. Um, there's a sense that, you know, if, if, if you run a business, then you might start out with an idea. And then you might judge by whether or not the idea flies. You might go, oh, yeah, that's really good. So I'll just amplify that. You might go, hmm, that's not quite working. So what, what do I need? To do? Yeah, if I just change this a bit. I just... So you're actually are in any new venture, 
you are actually monitoring and changing it as you learn, as you receive information. Um, and all because you didn't go into it a total, complete expert knowing exactly what product to put out there and what to charge from the beginning. Yeah. The success is in playing, listening, feeding, tweaking. So it's more a necessity for confidence that you can go with the flow mm -hmm. <laughs> rather than a yeah. confidence of be totally 100% right all the time, I guess. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. All right. So we'll go back. I don't know at the moment why there were three men in the room, except that how old were they roughly? I think they were about 23, 24 years okay. of age. So what was happening when you were 23 or 24 in this context? <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. I'd just gotten married. Um, it, uh, yeah, it was a very different lifestyle back then. Um, my uh, husband at the time was a, a sportsman so we were living a very very different life um probably a, a, quite an exposed life um, right okay mm. yeah so in that um and you don't need to say anything you don't want mm. to say because we do have people listening in but you, yeah. you you've highlighted exposure there that sense of being exposed which it runs through the dream and you you know talking now and saying basically I don't want to be exposed unless I'm 100% confident so you've got that theme running through there. Um, yeah. And the, so the, the sense of the black baggy bathers may fit in with all that, that that was going on there as well. Yeah. Taking you back to that time. Um, but as you say to them, look, you know, and, and that queen thing may have come in there. There may have been a sort of confidence about being the queen and I've got this in this marriage with the sports orientated lifestyle. Um, I've got this. Oops, no, I don't have. I haven't got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you're dreaming my reminds you you're not 30 anymore so it's added kind of a few years to that um, yes. and I'm I'm now 52 so your dreamy mind is saying that you have more experience of life since then okay you don't have to do that and as you say in response to that as I've written down here I have to get out I have to get out of this I have to get out of this frame of mind I finally have to um, get out of this insecurity thing yeah yeah so great, excellent, perfect thing to do when you need to get out of an insecurity thing is to see a bathroom with a white toilet because, hey, yeah. time to let go. <laughs> I'm going to exactly. let all this stuff go. <laughs> yeah. But you couldn't because it was exposed. It had open wooden slats. It wasn't private. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, again, that sense of, do you, do you feel sometimes in your life there's no, that it's hard for you to find private space to just sort of, sit down and be by yourself and go through your thoughts and feelings or? Um, probably, yeah, I, I would say to a degree. Um, I think it's it's kind of more of me ever sharing an opinion that I've got or speaking my truth. I feel um, very exposed and maybe there's, there's the fear of not being accepted. Um, yeah in that sort of sense yeah that makes sense so in the dream mm. there's a sense of I want to let go but instead of being able to let go of my own private home and just let go of all these feelings and come out again emerge again um feeling more comfortable I'm feeling that even letting go it seems to be a public thing it's a public it's not private yeah yeah, yeah. if and I I don't know I'm guessing here Tanya but that yeah. could translate to if I if I let go of feelings of insecurity and other things and I change, in other words, I grow in a positive sense, then what are people going to think of me? I'm worried. I'm worried what other, how other people are going to react to me or respond to me if I am changed in their eyes, if I'm not the old Tanya. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Let's see. Yeah. It's, it's would they um, sort of be open to seeing a new version of me? Um, and how's that going to be accepted? And yes. there's a fear of that as well. There's the yeah. insecurity rather than just yeah. it's it's their responsibility how they feel or not. This is the new me. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> if, basically, if yeah. They, if they don't like it, I'll move on. There'll be other people in other places. In fact, there'll probably be loads and loads of other people that are just dying to meet someone like me and feel, you know, um, respond to what I'm trying to or what I'm ready to give the world. 
Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So again, your dreaming mind reminding you that it all it, this feeling of insecurity is coming from you, and your mm-hmm. your um, most at top of the insecurity list is that feeling of how will people judge me? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. 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 All making a lot of sense. <laughs> Which is also how do I judge myself? If you look at everyone in the dream as a part of yourself, I'm judging myself too heavily here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I do that a lot. Yeah, we all do. But your dream is really pointing it out there. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. it's not private. But then amazingly, that's where you walk out and into the room that's like the rock pool with the water, the rocks. Um, mm-hmm. People in bathers. Is that where we've got the turquoise clear water? Yes, and all the, yeah. the bright orange fish. It was stunning, like stunning. The water, the colours, and it was like clear, but it had such a... Um, depth and warmth to it that's so lovely clear but such a depth and warmth that's remember to come back to that so it's interesting that you walked out of the toilet that you couldn't use which is a place for letting go and basically clearing yourself and 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 in fact coming to a place where the water was already clear and beautiful so although you didn't use the toilet, there's a sense there that your dreaming mind is actually beginning to let go in the dream there already. Look beautiful. what you've done. The water is beautiful. It's turquoise. Yeah, it's blue. Mm-hmm. And what was the three words that you mentioned there that I tried to remember and oh. forgot? <laughs> um, uh, clear. Um, oh, warm. my gosh. <laughs> yeah, warm was Depth. one of them. Um, Depth, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Clear. I'm forgetting them. Oh, yeah, clear. It's warmth and uh, the depth of the water was beautiful. Everything was beautiful. It was, Everything um, was beautiful. Yeah. And so I, I remember hearing the warmth and the depth. So it's almost like saying that part of the dream. You know, you can. If you let go of all of this, if you just let go, what you're going to transform into is um, is a, a, a clear kind of feeling or a clear energy that has great warmth and great depth. Of course, you've always had great warmth and great depth, but this is getting it out in the open. In the dream, you go from a room which is inside a house, which looks like it's outside because it's got the rock pool and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like I am ready to bring into the outer world this version of myself, which is I've always been there, but I'm ready to show it of yep. my warmth, my depth, my loveliness, my turquoise, my orange, my fish. What do orange fish mean to you? Um, abundance to me. They, um, I like feng shui. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just see them, and I just it's the orange is such a vibrant, rich color, and just life. Just yeah. And the and the turquoise color. Uh, um, yeah, a lot of happiness, um, yeah, warmth, um, clean, fresh, yeah. I, Tanya, have just glimpsed in my dream that if I can just let all this go, this is what I can be. I, I can be abundant, I can be fresh, I can be, and en- en- you didn't use the word energetic, but you gave me that feeling of energy, mm-hmm. of life, of liveliness, of warmth, of depth. This is what I can have, and, and I'm ready for it. And I reach out for that beautiful floating rock. But oh, I've just remembered the toilet. So yeah. even though the dream has shown me that I can do this, I've still got this need to somehow let go that I can't quite um, manifest or, or, or find a situation or be ready to actually let go, even though I was almost in touch of what would actually be perfect there. The rock was hovering. It's almost like, why would a rock hover? Yeah, it it um it looked like the rocks out of Avatar, like where they were just they would hover. Um, I remember. I, oh, what was the? I'm just trying to think of the feeling of when I saw that. It was it was like a, oh wow, look at that. Yeah, you know, I'll climb up. But then I remembered, no, there's no toilet on there. You, you you'll be stuck on the rock without going to the toilet. You'll be stuck. So, yeah, I'll be stuck on it. Yeah, and an Avatar. Um, I mean, I have seen the first movie mm. a long time ago. What what sticks in your mind about Avatar? I think it was the the beauty and the freedom um, and such an organic life. Um, that's the the beauty of it. Yeah. Yes. So what I I Tanya am ready to also get in touch with is the beauty organic side of life, whether literally or whether within myself organic within myself kind of symbolically would be my authentic self wouldn't it yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
Um, there may also be a sense of organic there in um, in going with the flow in terms of what we were talking about earlier, not being the 100% um, impermeable expert to begin with, but but being in yep. the flow and learning as you go. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So we've got all of that. And of course, a, a rock um, beyond Avatar, a rock doesn't hover. So this yes. is something absolutely amazing and awesome that you actually do have the potential to do if you can let go. Yeah. So that's when you go back into the maze and that's the part of the dream we've already talked about where yep. it's like, oh, if I can't get in touch with that, I'm back on this really irritating ant nest and all these spider holes. Oh, this is getting worse and worse. That's when you meet the fear of um, when they say, are you too good for us? So you're meeting all those fears again. And you finally say again, I've got to get out of here. You don't say I've got yep. to, say, I need to get out of here. Enter the stunning Japanese room. In, in the Japanese room, when we talked about it before, we didn't mention, you, you said there were wooden bridges in it. Yes. Um, you know those, um, you see them in uh, the Oriental Gardens, the little arched bridges. So they, yes. it was like these beautiful, uh, it was still a wooden room, um, very, very big room, but it had, uh, it was all like in um, like little soft hills and little bridges going over rivers and it was just stunning mm. i love that soft hills yeah so not not uh not impossible mountains not no. craggy rocky precipices but my life could be soft hills i could easily go from one side of the river to the other there are soft bridges it's soft it's not hard it's beautiful yes yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah life life is could actually be softer and uh more full of awe than the difficult treacherous terrain that I sometimes imagine it could be yeah yeah and 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 in this lovely room which um had pink and yellow flowers in it um it it, it would also align with the feeling of the pink pajamas or the pink dressing gown the silk it's it's more authentic it's me yes yes yeah it, everything just sort of tied in it was just yeah so like I, I can still even feel the breeze that was in that room <laughs> everything was just so beautiful and warm and lovely so and do you think it was Japanese because that's what that conjures up, the soft bridges and the silk and the flowers, or does is the Japanese element mean something else to you? Um, no, it doesn't mean anything else to me. I, um, I, I sort of don't know why that it came up like that. Probably because um, I'm just trying to think what, what, it, what it could be. Um, do you do anything in your life like yeah you've got it yeah yeah no I, I was just thinking if I if I think about um, Japanese inspired things there's a there's a beauty there's an elegance um, just a, a an authenticness cleanliness I don't know just okay, yeah. yeah that's lovely mm. you keep coming back to that cleanliness as well and in terms of a not a um, not a not dirty but a sense of um, transparency is what I'm feeling cleanliness. Yeah. Um, purity authentic yes. yeah so yeah, you, yeah. so it's reminding you of that remember you do always have that little puppy dog that could if necessary um get rid of the rats at the back door and leave you with a lovely clean authentic space very true <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you touch the silk banner um i suggested earlier that banner may or may not also be a ban or a limitation um and you've got the recoil and the unraveling yeah and there's a female there that's shocked, a woman there that's shocked. Sorry, I just wrote female signs. So I said yeah. female. A woman that's shocked. Did you get a sense for how old she was? Um, I, I would say she's probably in her 40s. And just, right. just looking and, and like, what is going on? The, the look on her face. What have so, you done? <laughs> if you go back to your 40s, which are not so long ago, yeah. was there a situation where you remembered asking yourself, what have you done? Something's all unraveling. Probably a lot of things. Um, <laughs> like every other normal human being walking <laughs> upon this planet. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, I think just a, a lot of um, a lot of life choices. Actually, there's there's a number of them I could place my yeah. finger on, but. Um, the sense of shock that she had in the dream. It's, so I'll just um, contextualise that a bit. Sometimes mm -hmm. when we see either ourselves or another character in a dream with a, a real sense of shock, it can often come up when there's um, 
we have during the dream or in the couple of days beforehand actually changed a belief or shifted in some way that when we look back at the old belief, it's kind of like a shock. Oh, <laughs> was I really like that? Did I really think that? That is shocking. Yeah, um, it, it's just reminded me of a job that I took on that I had no confidence for. I was underqualified for um, and it was an incredibly hard learning experience and so that relates to the so you're about to start something new what have you done right that makes perfect sense yeah (laughs) so it's it's uh it's so sad when these uh um events that are actually come across we come across in life that teach us huge amount of things actually Mm. get lodged as traumas that we won't revisit and we'll definitely not try that again because look what happened last time um Yeah, yeah so it's kind of time to overcome that uh, I wanted to say something there, and it's just jumped out of my mind. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what I was going to say. It must have not been important, but I really wanted to go along that track for a bit longer. Would you like to go along that track for a bit longer while I try to work out what it was? <laughs> yeah, sure, of course, of course. Yeah, so I think once I touched that ba- that banner or that, that um, the beautiful sort of silk material, and it just uh, all started going back and... Um, I think I said um, it's um, no, it's not retracting. I'm just trying to. Oh, it's all unraveling. Yeah. Um, and I just remember the the absolute horror of what have I done? I've just ruined this whole room. Yes, I've just so, ruined this whole room. Mm. Whereas now you can see and understand when you look back that you weren't. You felt that you weren't um, expert enough or trained enough to do that. But mm-hmm. the thing that you're thinking of doing now, I'm pretty sure you are a lot more um, uh, prepared <laughs> to do than you were for that other job back then, would you say? Yeah, this, it's going to be something very, very different um, to that job back then. Um, I, I feel more confident in this one. Um, but it's, yeah, it's um, it's still the... the the fear of not knowing enough yes uh, at the start so trauma that goes back if if you had did you actually start that job that older job oh yes I did I I was at it for about three years oh it was a long time and did you learn a lot while you were doing it I learned an incredible amount right yeah incredible amount like many lessons (laughs) so when you look back on it um at from the now looking back was it a positive experience um, yeah, I believe so. Um, that I learned a lot, um, and I certainly learned how to um, back myself in in different situations. So, and that job has helped me with many other aspects in my life where I've um, had the confidence to go. No, no, I've made it through that. I can do this and applied yeah. things. So, yeah, that's fantastic. So the dream may be a reminder of that. That no matter how fearful you may be setting out that you're going to repeat the trauma that you felt at the beginning of that job um your dreaming mind is in in a sense i guess giving you the shock of that actually it was a good thing you if you could do that everything that you've learned that you just said about backing yourself and feeling confident Mm -hmm. you can bring that in that that is no longer an issue and that is when you hear it all unraveling so let's put together the shock and hearing it all unraveling may or may mm-hmm. not be during the dream you processing okay i um can see that if i still feel insecure or i don't have the confidence my whole beautiful idea my whole authentic wonderful japanese silk idea could just unravel and i could lose touch with it or yeah. or i could this time go no i'm doing this and i don't care if what other people think of me and i don't care worst possible scenario if everybody that knows me thinks that i'm extremely stupid from this change because there are loads of other people in the world just waiting for me to give this gift to the world and yeah. be yeah. confident about it yeah so when you go back to the house at the end knowing all of that and you're so grateful to be home did you feel it was a feeling in the dream of oh i'm out of all of that i don't have to do any of that i feel comfort zone or was it I've learned something and I'm feeling comfortable I think it was the first what do you think 100% the first (laughs) it was it was like oh I'm safe look it's my home and nothing's changed and it's all beautiful and and it's still very pretty and lovely and I'm I'm safe yeah 
Right. So, you know, there are a couple of ways to interpret that. One is you're stepping back into safe comfort zone and you don't want to go out and do these amazing, brave things in the world. That's one reading of it. The other reading is I can, which is more positive, I I can always step inside myself and remind myself how beautiful I am, how clear I am, how authentic I am, how pink silk I am, how all of these things. And that, that is what matters. If I can always come back and just remind myself move myself out of any situation where I begin to feel insecure, lack of confidence, all these other things. And just for that moment, even if in that moment, I just close my eyes for a microsecond and think, just come back within myself for the moment. Who am I? This isn't about pleasing other people. Who am I? What is it I want to do? Ah, that's right. This is where I feel comfortable. Now, from here, I can step out and do these brave things like the puppy. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Um, that's exactly right. And that so resonates. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I think good. that's a, a great way to um, see that end of the, the dream of, yeah, it's, I've got all that inside and, um, oh, you're making me really confident. <laughs> to get that's great. So I'm not you. making you confident. I'm bringing out your confidence that's there and with you're waiting to shine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, so that's what fantastic. We, that's lovely. What we do with the dream is we look in it to see our mindset and then we can mm-hmm. play with that and see what needs to go, what you need to get out of here, what can change and yeah. play around with what needs to be changed. So um, I do want to do one other little dream alchemy thing, but are there any yeah. other questions or insights that you'd like to ask or, or share about the dream? Um, no, you, you've covered everything. It's um, it's making so much sense and I can see I can see every part of it now, whereas before I was sort of going, what is that about? But now yeah. I can go, okay, now I can relate to it. So thank you. Yeah. It's an absolute pleasure. I think from a dream alchemy perspective, and I'm going to leave you with this because of our, mm-hmm. our time is probably getting a bit long for a podcast, yeah. but um, because you tried to reach out for that rock and you didn't touch it and you tried to reach out for the, the silk Japanese stuff and it recoiled, there's a sense of reaching out for something. Um, and I'd like to give you the suggestion that you maybe um, either visualize or paint a picture of um, not being able to reach outside to a rock or outside to a ceiling, but being able to reach inside you. So I'm not explaining this very well, but my version of this would be, and I'm not a very good artist, if I was doing this as a drawing, I'd do a kind of rough outline of a a human being. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And inside of that, I would paint or draw the Japanese room, the ceiling, the floating rock. Mm -hmm. And I might put words around it like warmth and depth and confidence um, just checking in with how I feel inside or some of those words so that and, and it's a reminder and it's a touchstone was the word I wanted to come to because you didn't touch the stone in the dream you didn't mm-hmm. touch the ceiling that this is a touchstone that my tiniest touchstone is always like we said at the end there it's better reach inside touchstone inside ah this is who I am I'm going forward in the world in this way. And I am not keeping this inside. I am bringing it outside and I'm showing it to people. But this is where I'm coming from. So to do that either in art or a visualization so that you're reinforcing to your mindset and your unconscious mind that this Mm -hmm. is the touchstone. This is the important thing. This is what allows you to go forward and flow without worrying about what you do or you don't know <laughs> that you're going beautiful. to enjoy the journey yeah yeah oh no that's that's beautiful I can certainly do that yeah okay that's lovely thank you for being a lovely guest on the dream show and sharing your beautiful dream oh thank you so much for having me this has been fantastic really appreciate it thank you I so enjoy talking to guests on the dream show and it's lovely <laughs> after our 10 month break to get back to that If you'd like to be a guest on the Dream Show, all you have to do is go to my website at janeteresa.com. That's Teresa without an H. Go to the menu, go to the podcasts, and in the drop-down boxes, you'll see be a guest on the show. It's all explained there. (laughs) So, um, yeah, put put your name in and um, I'll be in contact with you. Thank you for that. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Dream Show. If you do enjoy it, Please do remember to let other people know, to share it. Everyone dreams. Yes, we do know that not everyone remembers their dreams. 
but most people are at least a little bit intrigued about what their dreams mean. And one of the main reasons for producing the dream show is to put it out into the world to help people um, just get some tips and some ideas and some understandings about how to begin to approach and understand our dreams and that all begins by valuing the importance of dreams. I did forget to do share the dream show with whoever please. I did forget to mention my courses more at the beginning so the courses are at the Dream Academy and the address for that is dream-academy-online.com where you can do various courses beginning with the first course which is called How to Interpret Your Dreams Step by Step. And you can do those in your own time, at your own pace. There's videos of me there talking to you. There's charts to download, notes. And yes, you can take your time and do that. You can also find your way to the courses from my main website at janetheresa.com. Have a wonderful month and I look forward to talking with another guest and bringing you another show next month. I'm Jane Teresa Anderson. Bye.